guys, and welcome to the podcast. It's Josh, your favorite spiritual best friend, ready to tell you guys why your chart has you thriving and sometimes just simply surviving. We are going to talk about birth charts, the moon, how they're connected, and why Mercury in retrograde simply just sucks for everyone. And boy, does it suck. We are all going to chat and maybe figure out why some signs are better than others, depending on the day. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to your spiritual best friend. A mental health and spirituality podcast that focuses on zodiac signs, psychology, and all that fun stuff. I am here with all the way from Kenya, uh, Karen, real quick. Hey, Karen, introduce yourself and tell everybody how are you doing? Hey, Josh, thank you so much. As you've had, my name is Karen. I live in Nairobi. I'm having a good day, having a really beautiful day. Really glad to be here with you. Oh yeah, uh, thank you, and and I know, thank you, Josh, and and I know you mentioned a little bit of uh, before we recorded about today being a very special day. Can you tell everybody about that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Today is a very big day for our country. We call it Mashuja Day. It's a day when we celebrate heroes who fought for our, our independence. Uh, part of them are called the Mau Mau. I come from a a tribe called the Kikuyu in Kenya, and we had this group of men and women who lived in the forest and fought guerrilla war with the colonialists just to make sure that we had um, our independence. And so today we gather as a country and we celebrate their sacrifice and we celebrate other people such as Elid Kipchoge who are bringing transformation and bringing positive um, light towards our country. Yeah, so it's a really beautiful day for us here. And I must say, like, that is that's really awesome to hear. And uh, it's really good to hear that, like, like a celebration is always like a great time. Um, so, so, yeah. so my first question for you is, so when it comes to celebrations and stuff, what are some things that like you really like to do when you are celebrating? Well, Josh, I would say I am more of a a loner celebrator. So most of the time, if I'm celebrating something, I'll probably do it on my own. Uh, Maybe some nice self-care at home or I'll book a hotel for myself and I'll go over there just alone, have a quiet day or so, get a massage, drink some good wine. That's my idea of a celebration. Um, 
I'm not very big on big parties and, and things like those, maybe because uh, I'm an empath. And so sometimes big things uh, take a while for me to recuperate from them. So when I'm celebrating something, most probably you'll find me on my own doing something that uh, pampers me. <laughs> I enjoy pampering myself and that's what celebration is for me. Oh, that's awesome. I know you mentioned wine. Uh, ju- just for fun, what are some wines that you recommend? Because myself, I'm a big, I love wine as well. I, As I was hearing your answer, I was like, yes, like I definitely, I'm definitely the type of person that likes a small gathering and then we all just chill, have some wine and just relax. You know what I mean? There's something about wine. Um, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a red wine drinker. Uh, which one do you prefer? <laughs> anything sweet. I prefer white, but anything sweet I will go for. Um, yeah, right now I'm enjoying whiskey more often than, than wine, but anything sweet I, I would love. Okay. Okay. I got you. <laughs> so I know, yeah. your, I, so I yeah. know on your, I know in your <laughs> last answer, uh, you mentioned a lot about self-care. Um, so my, this leads perfectly yeah. to my next question. So let's say you've had a very like long day. Um, what are some things that you do to calm yourself down? and mentally reset your mind? Um, well, a little bit of meditation usually works for me. Um, some incense, some candles, uh, very dim lighting, and I'll just take a few minutes in meditation and just silence and quiet. Um, after going through my spiritual awakening, quiet time became really important to me where I'm just seated and I'm doing nothing, absolutely nothing. And so that's one of the things I enjoy, just sitting outside on my balcony and uh, watching the world go by and just listening to nature and just being quiet. That's one of the biggest ways that I, I relax after a long day. If I'm not sitting and doing nothing, then maybe I am in meditation um, with my candles and my incense and I'm just allowing my mind to quiet itself down a little bit. If it's not that, then I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking and that's how I am baking or something like that. And that's how I distress. Uh, baking for me is, is a form of self-care. Um, I find myself just getting lost in what I'm doing and just enjoying it, being in the moment, forgetting everything that has happened through the day and just being in that moment. So those three things would be the things that I do uh, when, when I've had a long day. Other than that, after a long week, I dance. I love African music, um, Afro music. So, yeah, I'll dance to some good African music. Okay, I got you. I got you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, and I, I'm hearing your answers. Uh, I, also, I also can relate a lot to uh, I love to cook. Um, that's definitely mm-hmm. something that really, like, helps calm my, my mind out helping, and also, like, resetting and stuff. And also another thing with music, too, I, I felt like, I really feel like music is so universal. Uh, whenever you're having just a long day, you just put on some tunes and, and you just, you dance, you have fun, you know? Um, so I'm definitely hearing your answer and stuff like that. That's really awesome. And I'm glad that you're doing those things uh, to self-care and, and to really help you reset your mind because it's important. Um, as like a side thing, I, I study psychology and I'm in the process of getting my master's degree and, and being a clinical counselor and so many people, especially here in the in the states, like it's just go 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 all the time, and there, no one really takes the time to like reset. So my next question for you is is that I know you said music, baking, 
really uh, lighting some incense. I have some incense as well. Definitely, it's definitely great. I have to be careful though because there's fire alarms. All like <laughs> my fire alarm will go off a couple times. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what is some advice that you would give to someone who is trying to figure out like ways to calm themselves down? Well, I would say that first of all, don't try to do it um, the way other people are. We are all very unique and very um, different in the way that we respond to life and to nature. And we were created that way for a reason. But what you'll find is that there's, there's a natural draw. You, you get naturally drawn to some things that are your soul place, that, that give your soul calmness and that heal your soul. And most of the time, such things just call to you. And so the, the invitation is to listen. Um, if you're quiet enough, you will know what you need in that moment to calm you down. And I think that's why self-awareness is so important in spirituality and actually in life in general. And to be self-aware, there has to be some moments of silence and some moments of quiet and solitude where you're just listening to yourself and getting to understand what it is that you want. And what you find is the, the, the more you allow your mind to slow down, the more every other part of you is heard. Your body, your emotions, your soul, they speak through when you allow yourself just a little bit of silence. And so that would be my piece of advice, that allow yourself some solitude, some silence, and whatever is needed in the moment will show up. It will, it will show up to you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say that is a really spot on answer. And as I'm hearing you... Uh, describe a lot of just like I hear this theme of like really trusting your intuition really taking your yeah. time to just breathe and uh, as I as I'm hearing you um, explain these answers um, your chart it, it's making a lot of sense um, so like you're a Taurus son um, just like me I'm a Taurus as well I was born May 15th so <laughs> so oh, we, yeah yeah nice. yeah yeah so it's actually crazy uh as, uh, as I'm looking at your chart, like our charts are very similar. Uh, whereas oh. like, yeah, we're both Tauruses. We both have the same rising. Your rising sign is like how you appear to others. So your okay. rising is a Sagittarius. So you come off as very like free spirited, really like to like go travel, have fun. Um, and also your moon's in Libra. So it's actually perfect because it is, we're transitioning a little bit into Scorpio season. But uh, I'm hearing like that this like very like need for like balance as well and optimism as well. Libras are very um, optimistic uh, and your moon sign is like your how your emotion your it's like your emotion part of your chart. So, yes, yeah, I'm definitely hearing you uh, I really give advice and have answers. I, I definitely see how the signs are correlating. Um, but my next question for you is we'll transition a little bit to like work and stuff. So like, what are some things that you really look for when you are working and also some tell everybody, like, what are some passions that you have? So um, in terms of passion, I think I'm very passionate about the whole uh, spirituality world. Um, I do have a blog on that. Um, it's something I do just because I love it and I love um working on it. I'm also very creative. So anything that needs me, I get bored very fast. So even when I'm looking at work, I'm looking for something that is constantly keeping me on my toes and constantly giving me 
a new perspective and a new way to look at things and a need to innovate and create. So I work in marketing, which allows me to do that quite a bit. Um, look at different problems, solve them, come up with creative artworks and, and things like those. Um, I enjoy doing that. I also really enjoy working with my hands. I knit. That's part of my passions. I knit um, blankets when I am free. Um, so things like those that are allowing me to express myself creatively are things that I really enjoy doing. And also things that allow me to constantly, um, I don't know, reinvent reinvent the way I look at things and my perspective of an issue. Those are things that um, fuel my passion and my curiosity and interest in things. So yeah, I would say in terms of work, that's what I look for, an, an, an avenue and an outlet for my creativity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say that's awesome. So it seems like you got a lot of passions, which is great, which is great to hear. Uh, and just as like a side note, my moon's in Capricorn. So I'm very like, goal oriented. So like when I hear people say like multiple like passions, like that's really, that's really great. Uh, especially when it comes to knitting and marketing and all that fun stuff. So tell me a little bit about marketing. Like what led, what led you to that path? Uh, marketing, I would say I ended up where I am by accident. <laughs> when I was younger, I actually thought I was more scientific and analytic in nature. So I wanted to pursue a career in um, forensics. I wanted to do uh, forensic science in, in campus. But somehow I, I ended up not getting into the program and instead getting into public relations and communication. And so I, I just decided to go ahead and do it. And then I realized that actually it was very natural for me. Communication is very natural for me. Um, writing is very natural for me. And so when I started working, I started working entry level and then slowly I grew into the marketing career. So that's how I ended up in marketing. It was mostly an accident. I, I actually really believe that I was scientific in nature. Even the subjects I chose in school were very scientific, but I ended up not doing as well in that as I did in the arts. However, growing up in an African family at that time, people believed science to be more important than art. And so to look intelligent, you needed to do something scientific as opposed to something artistic. But I think as I grow older, I'm, I'm, I'm more and more leaning into and falling in love with that artistic side of me. So that's how I got into marketing. In terms of knitting and, and, and baking and things like those, that's all my mother. Um, before she died, she introduced me to so many things, um, knitting being one of them. I remember most of my Christmas presents to my grandparents were knitted one, things that I would knit at home and just give them a, as presents and they would be so appreciative and bless me and all that, which is very important in African culture. Having your grandparent bless you is a very important thing. And so out of that just grew a love for knitting and to this day, I still do it, yeah. Well, I, I must say again, uh, great answer overall. Um, and I will say your, your mother sounds like an, a, a very awesome woman. Um, and I really appreciate that you were willing to share everything. That really does mean a lot. So I just wanted to just let you know, like, that was a great answer. And uh, this leads me perfectly to my next uh, question. So, like, I know parents are definitely huge, significant, like, impactors in our lives and stuff. 
So I know you mentioned a little bit about your grandparents and I know you mentioned a little bit about your mom. So like, what are some role models that you really looked up to? Um, well, I'll be honest with you, growing up, I really didn't have much role models. Um, the, as I grow up now, I'm, I'm starting to have more of a memory of my mom and re remembering what she was like. She died when I was 10 and more and more I feel myself channeling her energy now um, as a grown up. And I, I find myself falling in love with a lot of things that she was in love with. And the more I meet her sisters, the more they're like, yeah, you, you've grown so much into who your mother was, even though you really didn't get a lot uh, of time to spend with her. But now I find myself channeling a lot of her energy and her love and the way that she did things. And a lot of things that she did naturally now come very naturally for me without much practice. So I would say right now, she would be my role model um, in a very spiritual and very um, unpracticed kind of way. It, it, it doesn't come from seeing anything that she did. It just sort of flows within me in, in a way that I really can't explain. Other than her, I would say probably her sisters were role models for me in one way or another um, as I was growing up. But I really honestly cannot tell you, Josh, that I had one specific role model that, um, that molded me as I was growing up. I really didn't have that. But now as I'm growing older, I'm starting to see how different people are, are plugging into my life and starting to see myself into the woman that I am and seeing the nuances of who they are in, in the way that I do things. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I will say that's a, another great answer. You really give great insight. Um, and as I'm hearing you explain everything, I know like me, me, my girlfriend and, and her friend, we usually talk a lot a little bit about like past lives and all and all that fun stuff. So as I'm hearing you explain, yeah. like, like, even though like your mom did pass away at a young age, like you're starting to see and you're starting to become like the person that you are. So like, as I was thinking of past lives, maybe, maybe something, it was, maybe you were somebody else in a past life, you know, and it's translation, trans, transitioning into your life today. So as I was hearing it, I was just like, wow, like that's really, it's really interesting. Cause I mean, I know for myself, like, <laughs> I know for myself, like the relationship with my parents, it, my parents was not really the best one. So like, I didn't really look yeah. up to my parents. I really looked up to like my grandparents. Um, but yeah, definitely hearing you describe those like your role models and stuff. That was a real, another great answer. Um, and, and this and we're going to transition a little bit to uh, relationships now. So I know we talked a little bit about work. We talked a little bit about like what you do to really like cleanse your mind and all have been great <laughs> answers. So when it comes to like relationships, like what are some qualities that you look for with a friend and even a loved one? Okay. So I think uh, the most important thing for me is people who show up for you. Um, as I grow older, I'm starting to learn how to invest in people who choose to invest in you, as opposed to simply investing in people because you like them, uh, because you end up being used over and over again. And it took a long time for me to realize that it's okay to say no to such situations. It's not selfishness, it's just self-care. And so now one of the most important things for me when I'm, when I'm getting a friend or even a romantic relationship is that it's a person that constantly shows up for me. And 
I will say that one of the things that has shown up for me right now is a need to be taken care of because I grew up taking care of everyone else. And I think it's a thing with being a Taurus. Everyone seems to rely so much on you. Uh, you'll find that to this day, my father still calls me when he needs something. My brothers all call me. My stepmother calls me. And so you feel like you're the one that everyone is depending on. You're the rock that everyone needs. And it, it has gotten to the place where I'm getting a little tired and I'm just looking for people who are also willing to give as much as they take. And so just having a shoulder to lean on and, and someone that's willing to take care of me a little bit more, especially in my intimate relationships. That's something that is is becoming more and more important to me as I am. Let me let me repeat the word getting older again. Um, yeah, it, it's just starting to dawn on me that it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to need help and it's okay to rely on someone else. And so that has become a quality that I'm looking at when I'm getting into friendships and even romantic relationships, it's it's a really important trait for me right now. Yeah. Because I, I have been on the opposite side of it where I'm constantly taking care of everything and everyone. And I just keep feeling really burnt out and uh, fatigued at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it must be a tourist thing as well, because uh, that's how that's how I am with my family, too. Like me and my siblings were all super close. Uh, whenever, whenever they need anything, I'm, I pretty much like I'm here. Like, uh, even from like a personal standpoint, like my sister, she, uh, she was living with my mom and grandma. She had, she was definitely like losing herself a little bit mentally. Um, especially with the pandemic. Cause like she was supposed to be a freshman in high school, you know? So like, that's sort of like the beginning of starting to find your friends, you know, starting to find yourself a little bit, but like the pandemic yeah. really forced her to like stay in in the house a lot so at her dad's in new jersey uh and and her dad like all her whole family's from uh, uh nicaragua and stuff so like so like she's being with my mom she's around just like a lot of just like people that are just different you know so she didn't really like feel happy she was like losing herself a little bit so i ended up talking to her talking to her dad and also talking to my mom being like that family mediator as like i'm hearing you say like helping solve like family problems and stuff so she ended up moving to Jersey and her she has like three cousins that are her age. She's having a lot more fun and she's being able to be herself a little bit more, you know? So my yeah. so yeah, so my point is like hearing you say like a tourist thing, like having family members just reach out like and just always trying to help others, that you do get burned out, you know? So it's definitely important, like you said, in relationships to like, understand, like, what you need. Like, if you're constantly taking care of others, you're going to want someone to take care of you as well. So I just wanted to point that out, that you're not alone in this situation. I definitely can relate to you. As I was hearing your answer, I was just like, ooh, like, I really want to say this. Um, and I really just wanted to share that with you because, like, like it, it's important to really understand, like, what is it, what is it that you need in, in all relationships, um, so my next yeah. question, my next question for you is, so like, I know you gave a great advice, uh, great advice about like what you need and stuff in relationships. So let's transition a little bit and have a little bit, a little bit of a, uh, little bit of a goofier answer. So let's say you go on a first <laughs> date with somebody, right? Yeah. And what is something that, let's say they do something that was completely ridiculous and like a turnoff for you. Like, so what are some turnoffs 
If a person does this on the first date, we are not having a second date. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, what's your language? Uh, I'm, I'm very particular with language. So, and I'm a feminist. So if you're going to show up and, uh, you know, I live in an African country. We still believe that a uh, woman is property and you pay dowry and all that kind of crap. So if, if someone is coming at me with that kind of attitude, we're done. We, we are absolutely done. Um, if you're late for the date, we are so done. <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> I remember once I had a date and I waited for the guy for two hours. And I text him and I'm like, so what happened? And he asked me, how far are you? Are you out of the country? I'm like, no. He's like, then give me a few minutes. I'm coming. And that was it. I walked away. I was just like, that was rude. Um, so I think probably I'm too serious of a person. But those are some of the things that um, I'm very, I'm a very, I'm very big on independence and allowing women to be themselves and to do what they want to do. And so when I find that it's someone that will try to fit me in a box or try to make me play a certain role that is quote unquote feminine in nature, then I'm done with that. It's not my thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I will say that that's another great answer too because independence is definitely important in relationships. And I know especially being being a woman and all, like is definitely very, like difficult because I because trust me like men are some definitely some crazy people <laughs> I mean I mean you look at it like honestly from like a spiritual level men especially here in the United States it's old white men that have run this country for centuries and you see how the country's turned out it's a complete mess <laughs> so it's don't just, get me started on old white men because <laughs> I, I I dated a few and they just send you the worst pictures in this world I'm, I'm just going to end it at that but they're nasty <laughs> moving on <laughs> hey hey trust me it's it's all good <laughs> so yeah whatever you're comfortable sharing i'm i'm definitely fine but yeah so so like you mentioned a lot about independence and stuff so when it comes to like finding like the right partner and stuff uh, tell me a little bit. So I know you mentioned independence. So like, what are some other things that are really good for you in like a relationship? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll be honest with you, Josh. I think I haven't been in very many serious relationships. Um, it's just never been my thing. Um, I was never the girl that dreamt about her wedding day and children and a family and walking around barefoot it, that, that just wasn't ever my dream and i do respect women for whom that's their dream but it just never was mine and so i think i've been in only one serious relationship and it lasted i think four months i believe so um i usually find that uh, there's a lot more comfort in my solitude and so finding someone that is willing to allow me that solitude every once in a while would be something that's important to me. I like to travel alone. Um, I like to uh, just take trips where I'm just on my own and I'm enjoying my silence. And uh, as I've gone into spiritual, I had said this before, awakening, that solitude and silence becomes even more and more important for me because it's how I recharge and then come back into the world with compassion and love and kindness for everyone else. Um, 
loneliness has been something that I had to face and fall in love with. And so now it's not a big deal for me. So I need someone that is willing to allow me that uh, silence. And as I had said again, I, I also need someone that cares for me, someone that shows up, someone that is a little more calm and collected and stable because I am on the opposite spectrum. Uh, I can be very loud and then I can be very quiet. So I need someone that's stable um, and able to just meet me in the middle. Um, that's important for me as well. But I also want someone that's willing to let go and be goofy and not take life too seriously and be vulnerable. I think one of the most important things in life today that no one has yet really gotten into is vulnerability and the willingness to be seen. And that's a very difficult thing, especially for men, I think, uh, where you're raised to be a man and just, you know, be serious and no crying. And when you look at the mental health problems that we are facing today, men are more affected by it than anyone else. And I think part of it is that unwillingness to be vulnerable and say that I feel broken at this point. And so vulnerability with the person that I'm with is something that's also very important to me. Wow. Yeah, and also... Oh, no, you're good. Yes. Keep going. You're good. Keep going. I was just going to say great answer. <laughs> yeah, and I think also being spiritual... Um, uh, around me with the people that I have around me, most of them are more religious than they are spiritual. And so I, I would like to be with someone that understands the difference there and um, is more spiritual than they are religious. That's important to me as well, I think. Okay, yeah, definitely. Again, uh, great answers as well. And as and I and for like your last part too, you really gave, with your answer, you really gave a lot of great advice um, and that honestly answered my next question perfectly. Uh, so you really gave advice about, especially with men and mental health. That's definitely something that's been that needs to be talked about more. Um, and yeah. I really like when you, I really like when you said like be a man because like yeah, I could definitely understand that because it's just like <laughs> like what do you mean be a man? You know, like it just sa yeah. it sounds it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I must say. So you really gave great advice and insight with relationships and everything overall. So like my my last question for you, honestly, I have all my um, everyone that comes on the podcast. I have this website called the horoscope.co. Um, so what I do is I just Google your sun and moon. It's the link that I sent you on uh, on Facebook. Um, but I'm going to read it a little bit and then I'm want, I want you to just give your honest input with it. So it says. Okay. You are a Taurus sun with a Libra moon. You have a Taurus Mercury, Aries Venus, and Sagittarius rising. Which, And it's crazy because me and you have a lot of similarities in our charts. I also am a Taurus, Aries Venus, Sag rising, but our moons are different. Yours is a Libra. I'm a Capricorn moon. So I, I always like to share my chart a little bit so that way we all know. But for your chart, it says Taurus sun, Libra moon, a flexible personality. Very social but sensitive, the Taurus Sun Libra Moon personality puts a big price on the perceptions of others. So some positives for the sign. You can be very reliable, precise, and friendly. Your negatives can be a little bit deceitful, compulsive, and a little bit fearful. Perfect partner, someone who will take care but also surprise them. Word of advice. They should see confrontation as as not the worst thing in the world. So as I'm reading that, what are some things that 
come to mind? Uh, I'm just thinking how spot on it is. Um, I think for me, confrontation has always been really scary for me, even at work. Like getting to that point of fighting for your own rights was has always been um, very scary for me. And uh, it's something that I'm consciously working on now, being able to express myself when someone has done something I don't like or when there's confrontation around me, just realizing that confrontation is part of communication. It's part of airing what you want and just having different opinions with someone else. So that absolutely is true. Um, in terms of the partner, that's completely true. This morning, uh, someone I'm seeing surprised me, and I think it was one of the best things that has happened to me in a long time. So someone caring and surprising, absolutely true. Um, in terms of my weaknesses, I agree. I can be manipulative. It's something I came to realize that I am very manipulative in nature. And I think that was one of the most humbling things I've ever seen within me. Just my, it's, it comes so naturally. Sometimes I almost don't realize it, that I'm manipulating the people around me just so they do things my way and, and, and the way that I like it. Um, yeah, so absolutely. Um, I remember I, I wrote to you and I told you it's spot on. It's absolutely spot on. Okay, yeah, and, and I will say again, another another great answer. I, I really enjoyed our time today. So before we wrap everything up, um, just tell everyone where everybody can find you on social media. Give a little shout out to the marketing company you're in and also the blog that, you, that you're writing and stuff. So just give us, it's time to shout yourself out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on mindfulsimplehappylife.com. Uh, That's my blog. All my social media handles are at mindfulsimplehappylife. Uh, on Twitter at uh, Mindful Simple. That's my uh, handle on Twitter. Everywhere else, it's just Mindful Simple Happy Life. You can find me there. We, I talk about spirituality and spiritual healing. Uh, my journey started from a space of deep depression and just not understanding myself. And self-awareness is how I slowly begin began to heal myself spiritually and find myself a lot more and enjoy who I am and fall in love with who I am. And so that's what I help people do. Just realize who you are and fall in love with yourself. And, and then from there, just be the light and love that walks around in the world and, and brings that uh, to this lifetime for the period of time that we have to be here. Yeah. So you can find me in all those places. And I have to say, Josh, I really enjoyed my time. Thank you so much for having me. This was a humbling and a really beautiful experience. I think you have a beautiful heart and, and, and it's just an honor to be able to relate with such a um, a light uh, and beautiful soul. So yeah, this, this was amazing. Yeah, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. And, uh, and, and, and I agree with you too. It was great hearing in our conversation and stuff. I just wanted to just give you a shout out and stuff like that. All of your media social media links will be in the show description as well and uh i hope you stay safe and enjoy the celebration over there definitely yeah definitely we are celebrating our heroes today and i think all people who are going through spiritual awakening are heroes in one way or another yeah all right stay safe thank you josh thank you so much